The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. On this Sunday night, it's the 8th of uh, September, and it's uh, time for the booze and the blues. Natalie, how are you, hon? Rick, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm, I'm groovy. Is your headphones loud enough? Yeah, just good. Yeah. Are they, let me turn them down, turn them up. Turn them up, just a, just a hair. Turn them up? Yeah. You're like that's, me. You're going kind of deaf, are you? That's good. Oh, yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> I have tinnitus, <laughs> so you know I'm hearing all sorts of things in my head. But uh, but we're going to be hearing some cool stuff because there's a uh, there's an act in here. Uh huh. Those that have been following uh, uh, social media have probably seen what's going on here. Or our cameras are on uh, at radio-memphis.com. Uh, we have for you Jeff Jensen and Brandon Santini. Tennessee Redemption is here in the room, fellas. Yes. Hey. Hello. How are y'all yes. doing? Glad to be here. We're great. Thanks, Rick. Good record, man. I've heard it. It's awesome. Thank you. I know. It's got your fingerprints all over it. It's going to be good. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, I get a lot of that from uh, our friend Matt Colossa, who uh, who brags about you guys a lot. Because you guys, you, you work with Mick a lot, don't you? Yeah, we owe Mick a lot of money. So if he doesn't say, <laughs> if he doesn't like keep our reputation positive, he won't get paid back. Yeah, he might show up by the end of the night with his hand out, too. Look out, you know. Uh. Uh, what's the, what's the story behind this? I, 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 you two guys have kind of worked together off and on in various projects throughout the years, but you just decided to say, "Hey, let's put a thing together and let's do a thing." Yeah, man. Uh, Brandon and I played together for for years, and it was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, we kind of both went our separate ways, and uh, then a couple of years ago, we started a group called Santini Jensen Project to kind of test the waters and see if if anyone wanted us to play together, and it was really well received. It was fun, and. Uh, then we decided that if we're going to play together, we need to take it a little bit more seriously. We really need to write some music, cut a record, and kind of build a band and a brand. Yeah. So we kind of uh, we kind of took a year off and we started writing and getting the band together. And, and now this is like our formal official launch. Now we have it's a real band. It's cool too because in the blues world, a lot of us tour under our names and. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon and I are both lucky that we have stable, steady bands, but a lot of people don't, where there's a lot of kind of fluid, like fluidity with the band members. Sure. And it's so nice, though, to play in a band that's actually a band, you know, with a guy, with a group that's really friends and really admires each other, and, and you can kind of hear that in the music. At least I hope you can. I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've known I've none of these guys for a while, that you, and these are the same guys that are on the record, right? Yeah, we got Timo Arthur on guitar, Bill Rafino yeah. on yeah. bass. We got David Green on drums, Brandon Santini, lead vocals and harmonica, and then I played some guitar and sang some too, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. So this is, you're, this is, you're, you're looking at this as kind of a long-term thing. This isn't just a one-off project special thing. That's our goal. To, and to really, really kind of hold into it for a while. Yeah. And, and again... This album doesn't even come out till September 13th. So the the whole band and the whole project is completely new. You know, we haven't our first concert is in 2 or 3 days. So we haven't even played a first concert yet. So we're I feel lucky to have you in here tonight. We're, yeah. It's crazy yeah. that we're able to get in here because our schedules individually and then together. Oh, you guys are always out on the road doing something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Glad so it lined up. Yeah. No, is, is, when you go on the road, is this the whole band or do you take more guys with you? Um, mu uh, musically, it's just these guys. Okay. It's the five of us. And then depending on where we go, we'll have some crew members too. Like when we go to Europe, we usually have one or two crew members that help us out. Well, yeah, because Europe is, it's not easy to, to do those shows. I know it's a lot of work. 
Definitely. And there's a lot of crazy logistics that we, oh, yeah. that we don't have to deal with in the States, yeah. predominantly because we live here. Yeah. You know, but that's just like simple stuff. Like you, we can't fly to Europe with all of our equipment. We no. have to we have to rent or the or the venue has to provide almost a hundred percent of the equipment. That's a lot of little logisticals. And when you have multiple countries involved in the tour with multiple languages and potentially multiple currencies, it's a yeah. lot of work. You like you, you really it's hard to be able to do it yourself. So having a good, competent team to help is everything. Oh, sure. Yeah, bring because you, know, you can't like you know, fly your van over there, so you got to deal with that. Have a driver because you got to know where you're going. Sure. Well, All Mike of your Tyson backline. once at the peak of his career, he used to fly his limo over to Europe, and that's one. I of didn't the know that he did that. Definitely, he did that. <coughs> he did that, and that's one of the reasons that he went broke for a while. So <laughs> yeah. that was that was, it was the, an unnecessary one, expense. One of right? the probably many reasons. <laughs> I, oh I, yeah, I one of quite a few. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was yeah. the only reason that I opted not to. fly fly our tour bus there. No, I, I that got was you. the only reason. I was like, we'll just rent one there. We don't need to do that. Like, yeah. If Mike Tyson had financial problems for that, we might too, so we better not. That's not a good idea this early in the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just wait yeah. until next year. The next year, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second European tour. Right, or, that's right. Or when you get to Japan, perhaps. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we have we have quite a few listeners in Australia. They absolutely have fallen in love with this radio station, and, and because of that, we get a lot of artists that submit their music to us from Australia. And there is a uh, just an incredible blues scene there. And I think you guys should probably you know think about seriously think about going there. I would love to. I would love sure. to go to Australia. It seems like an awesome country. A bunch of my friends that have gone have loved it. However. They all send me terrifying pictures of these spiders. Oh my God! So, yeah, everything there is killing. Yeah, yeah. it's designed That's to kill exactly. you. Exactly. So I just need <laughs> one of those. Like I literally need whatever the modern crocodile Dundee guy yeah. to have a big like spider killing machete. Yeah. Do you have a phobia of spiders? I or? just don't. They have like eight of the ten deadliest spiders mm-hmm. of yeah. the world live spiders. there. That's what yeah. yeah. So I just freak out about it. I mean, I don't like brown recluses either. All right. So we have one of the ten. Right. They have eight of the ten. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> you can't catch a break over there. No. And then you got crocodiles and great white sharks. Man. And like, the drop bears. Let's not forget the drop bears. No, yeah, I can't, yeah. can't deal with it. And I saw a dude. I saw, and of course, this is obviously fact because I saw it on the internet. Yes. But I saw a drunk dude fight a kangaroo and he lost. So there's just a lot. I just I just want to make sure that we have a guy that can can work as like wilderness security for us. There's a there's another video I did see of a guy uh, in Australia and there was a kangaroo that was screwing around with this guy's dog. He was going to oh. Kill that dog. Yes. Yes. That. And the guy jumps out of the truck and he walks over to the kangaroo and he just he goes into a boxing yes. stanchion. He cold cocks that son of a bitch right there. And that kangaroo looked like, holy shit. And he took off. Rick, that's great. who I want. As long as he's our tour manager, I'm totally comfortable. <laughs> I would love to go there. We'll be hearing from Australia. Should they be going, oh yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Miss Kathy uh, is in the is in the chat room. She's tuning in. Yeah, she's tuning in. She, hey, Miss Kathy, and she's in Australia right now. So you know, hey Kathy, how's your spiders? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be laughing at you over that over the whole night long. I tell you what, uh, we're go- we're going to be playing some cuts off of the record, the brand new record uh, from Tennessee Redemption tonight. So we're going to sneak that out. Uh, they've never been played on air here yet, so we're gonna Ooh, we're, we're awesome. fortunate to have that. And then we're, and you guys are going to play live a bit this evening too. So. So, man, oh, I'm just getting stressed out now. It's gonna nothing be so to be stressed out about. You know. It's going to be no, awesome. no pressure. <laughs> you know, I, last I saw you was over at Lafayette's, uh, I guess, last month, and, uh, toward the end of August, uh, for the Jack Rouse Jam, and we got you up on stage, and you just tore it up, man. That, oh, that, that, that crowd went crazy for you over there. <laughs> that was fun. I, I miss... 
I live here in Memphis, but I miss Memphis because we're on the road so much. Yeah. Me and my band, we played like 30 states and 18 countries. How many shows a year are you averaging? Well, we were doing about 150 to 200. Now it's slowed down a little bit, predominantly because we've been doing so much session work lately. Yeah, yeah. We've done, we've played on three or four different artist records just this year, yeah. and more sessions to come too. So now we're doing about 100 or so, and two or three or four records a year under other artist names. Wow. So, yeah, it's, been, it's amazing. Been, it's a super blessing. It's been awesome. I know, Brandon, you, uh, you're, you're, I, I see you on Facebook, everyone, you're from some different locale almost every night. Right. I don't even know where I'm at most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just, you know, we just got off a four-week tour, uh, started up in New England, Yeah. and it wandered back around to the, you know, Ohio and things like that and yeah. Illinois but then we shot all the way up to western Canada did Edmonton uh, Calgary ended up in Washington State Vancouver and and then we came on back so we were out for four weeks and you know with the release of our new record that came out in uh, March yeah uh, we, you know you know when you release a record you gotta go out you gotta go and push and it do it so yeah. So it's been great. Yeah, we've been staying busy, and that's that's what we're in it for. Yeah, well, I'm I'm, I'm really happy that this this whole thing with Tennessee Redemption has kind of come together because Me too, man. there's there's a lot of power with what you guys are putting yeah, out. Yeah, we I, we're we're all proud of it. Yeah, um, it's something we've been talking about doing for several years, and we, it's kind of slowly gotten together. And now that we have this album out, I think it's something we're all impressed by. And you know, we're all friends, and that's the beautiful thing. Oh, about sure. It. We've all played music with each other over the last eight, ten years, something like that. Yeah. And, and you know we kind of split. We have our own bands, of course, but it's nice to you know feel that unity. You know, put it all together yeah. in the van. You know, and, and playing music together. It's it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I know for me, and and I can only hope the guys feel the same way about that. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all rolling their eyes behind your head, right? Oh, of like, course, oh, this guy. Yeah, well, I watch the I watch the archive. <laughs> yeah, you got it over there. Yeah, Dude, they're trying to be so respectful. Yeah. <laughs> They're professionals. That's why. They're total professionals. Like, when we're in the van, it's non-stop. It's non-stop, inappropriate. Like, there's not even a rating that the rating society would put on the vulgarity that occurs on a regular basis in the van. Exactly. And then we come into a professional environment like this. Everyone's quiet and chill. It's amazing. It's well, this really- is the internet. Young said whatever the fuck you want. That's why. You guys hear that? You said whatever. <laughs> it is for somebody who's not used to that sort of thing, and they go, "Holy shit! You just said that? Oh yeah." No, that's all good. The problem is, there's certain things in life that shouldn't be challenged, and I feel like challenging me that I can say whatever I want is one of those things that's really risky. Like it really is risky. I mean, there's celebrities shut down every day now for a tweet they did ten I, years I know, ago. That's out I know. Of, yeah, yeah, you got to be real careful with that. Well, I feel like Rick, you just challenged me to say something that. A 2029, someone's going to pull up this video and be like, do you remember what Jeff Jensen said on the air? And I'm like, oh, look, it was a different time. We didn't have that gender then. It was just a different thing. But yeah, so let's not say anything. He's embarrassed already, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah. Um, I want to grab this break. We'll come out. I want to play a tune off of the record. Let's go ahead and just and lay one out there for everybody. And I want you to tell me which one we should do. Let's do Back to Tennessee. Yeah, man. I feel like that's kind of our, that's like, we love that tune, man. Is that, a, <laughs> is that, is that the, uh, the, the, the single that you're going to be releasing, or are you just doing the whole thing all at one time? In blues, you always just release the whole thing at once. That's yeah. the way that all the DJs want it. But if there's, I really think that Souls in the Water and Back to Tennessee are kind of the singles. Yeah. Well, set this up for us. Tell us about it. Uh, what are we doing? Back to Tennessee? Yeah, that's, that's what you awesome called. Team. I just queued it up. So, Brandon, tell yeah, them about it. That's a song I started writing probably back in 2009 or so. Yeah. And uh, I was with a band called Delta Highway. 
here in Memphis. And I think it was about 2008 or 2009. We started trying to do it live, and it just never, it wasn't quite time for it to, to be birthed or to, to, you know, come out into the people's ears. It just didn't have the groove. Yes, I said birth. Uh, <laughs> There was labor involved. It's just something I've always had around the house. I'd play it on guitar. I wrote it on guitar. And, and um, I thought this was a perfect opportunity with Tennessee Redemption to bring something like this out. And during the songwriting session with Jeff and the guys, this is one I threw out. And there were some, you know, there were some lyrics that were, you know, unfinished and could have been better. And, and thank God, you know, Jeff was... You know, able to help me with that, and I think we we came up with a pretty pretty cool song. It's got a raging guitar outro at the end too, which is just beautiful. And the interesting thing about it is this has the least harmonica out of all songs, really, which is something you know because you're a harp man. Well, yeah, but I'm also a singer and I'm yeah. singing on it, so it's it's cool <laughs> to know what role instrument needs to play. Yeah, I'd love to get up there and on that outro solo be shredding, but. You know, I think we decided that it's much better, and I agreed with it that, you know, that's that's total guitar outro right there, and, yeah. and there's just a little piece of harmonica in the middle of it, and I think that serves the purpose for that song. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll hear it. It's coming up next up out of the break. You're listening to it right here on the Booze and Blues at Radio Memphis, and we'll be back in just a bit. Radio Memphis in the morning, weekday mornings at nine central on Radio Memphis. <laughs>
Speaking of such, uh, I think that uh, um, Tennessee Redemption may uh, may very well get included into that conversation down the way someday. I hope a Grammy for you boys that Maybe. would be nice. Yeah, be nice? yeah. You keep really. that thing shiny if you get it right. I know, right? Rick, I want to tell you something, man. What's that, babe? A couple years ago, around the Grammys, mm-hmm. I made this Facebook post mm-hmm. and I put it all bold letters. I am really proud to announce that we just got nominated for a Granny <laughs> Award. <laughs> Yes, that's right. A granny. My grandmother voted us the best blues band in the family. Yeah. <laughs> that post got almost a thousand reactions. <laughs> and for, for a month, a month, I got emails from people congratulating me on the gra- Grammy that I won. Uh. And I'm like... Y'all, it was so clear. Like it was. It was they don't. Kinda, they don't think like that. It was so clear. It was. It reminded me of like, like how easily people get confused on stuff that they read online. Like oh, yeah? it was. I mean, I put it in the description. That's right. My grandmother. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But you know, the cool thing is, you've at least been. You've performed on a Grammy-nominated album. I have. Yeah. yeah. 
Which record was that? I got to perform a track on Victor Wainwright's last record. Oh, yeah. It was just nominated for a Grammy, and that was cool. With uh, Victor Wainwright and the Train, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. The run I don't have because Victor hasn't sent it to me. Well, he's a Grammy nominated <laughs> artist. So. He's, he's well above <laughs> all of this. He doesn't need us. Yeah. You know, us little people. Yeah, screw that. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, it's cool. I'm now a Grammy nominated guitarist, which is great because. That was cool. Yeah, it increased my fee by 80%. Good. But no one paid it, so I'm still <laughs> yeah, well, where I am. But yeah, there's I tried. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Tennessee Redemption record, where'd y'all do it? We did it predominantly at American Studios, right oh, yeah. on the street from here. Yeah. Cool. It was awesome. It was really cool. It's the first time we've ever worked at that studio ever. That's and a neat room, isn't it? It was beautiful. It, I, I it sounds fantastic it. in there. Man, I love it. I love it. We've done, I think I've produced 12 for. 12 to 15 records at Ardent, yeah. which is kind of, that was kind of my home base. And then we got to work at American, and man, I'm in love with that room. Oh, that oh God. Room yeah. that board, it's beautiful. What a great studio, yeah. It's yeah, fun. everybody that goes in there, their first time experience has always been really just stellar. And they're just, they're, it takes the wind out of you when you walk in there. It's like, wow, this is incredible. You don't expect it. It does. Yeah. It was, a, it was definitely a special place. Sure. It was cool. And it's a storied room, too, man. There's a lot of history back there. You definitely. Know? Yeah. Brad Dunn and, and those guys over there, uh, 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 David Gicking and all them that have gone to great lengths to save that room. I mean, right. They've yep. done a great job, man. It's it's a beautiful studio. The echo chamber's upstairs or something, right? I got to blow harmonica in there. Yeah? Did There's you go out there and play? Or did I you did, just, did, man. We, we Facebooked it, it and everything. Yeah. It was absolutely amazing, man. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. It's a, it's a funky sound, but when you realize how they've built those things, it's purpose-built for that. I mean, sure. they, they brought in those acoustic engineers for it to make yeah, it happen. Man. Those, those walls are one foot thick uh-huh. the walls are one foot thick yeah it's crazy it's like if, if that building isn't a studio it has no other real purpose it was built they specifically for right. for in fact i think the floor is suspended yes it's got like springs or something on there that. yeah absolutely yeah to keep any ground noise out yep wow. so when those trains go by just roll on by man yeah or the or the jets because it's in the fly line you know yeah. sure you can't is. hear it you know even in here we barely hear the trains that come through. You might catch it every once in a while, but you know this used to be an old bomb shelter. This is perfect for this. That's perfect mm-hmm. for because these walls thing. are like ten feet thick. Wow, you know, it's slick. Awesome. It's, it's awesome. Um, let's let's hear something live from you guys. Uh, you guys brought all these gear down here. You might as well, uh, you know, That's, put it yeah. to work, right? That humming bird, man. Man, this is. Uh, you brought that guitar last time you were down here. I did. Yeah, yeah. I love it's beautiful guitar. Is that the one that Mick Colossal hooked you up with? Yeah, man. I uh, I produced his very first record ever. Yeah. And he was uh, he he was at that time he was really new to the process. Yeah. And and I worked really really hard on it. And I I really tried to make it the best we possibly could. And he saw the work I put into it. And so when we were all done with it, we were wrapping up the project. It was all done. And yeah. he came over to my house and he gave me this hummingbird as a, a thank you for working on his record. Wow. It was super humbling because. I mean, that's a legit gift. Like that. that is, that's yeah. He's he's such a nice guy anyway. You that know? was very generous. And yeah. what's cool too, man, is uh, for all the nerdy guitar players out there, I never ever ever would have bought this guitar ever. Really? I was never interested in Gibson acoustic guitars ever. Yeah. And so I, I got it as a gift. I was like, okay, it's it's my guitar. Let me play it. And man, it's so beautiful. I love. It's got it. a great tone to it, and it's a it's a very attractive guitar as well. I love the color wood that they that they use for this thing. It's yeah, it's, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. It sounds great, but it's one of those cool situations where it's like, whoa, I never would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to play? What are you guys gonna do? We'll do a song called "See About Me." Yeah, this is this is a original song off the record that Brandon and I started writing. <coughs> oh, I'm getting over there. That Brandon and I started writing several years ago, and 
we got it all together for this record, man. Okay. We're excited about it. It's fun. Okay, good. Okay, let's... Did we ever play it live? Never. <laughs> Never. It's the first time for everything. I think, Bill, you're involved in the writing process in this uh, Possibly, yeah. yeah. We were jamming it. It's been so long. We were jamming it a long time ago. <laughs> it's been so long. Oh, my gosh. All, All right. right. All right. Tear it up, boys. One, two. Won't you take a little trip with me? It's a slow ride, honey, but you know that the ride is free. I got that top road down at the radio loud. We don't need nobody else, cause three's a crowd. I said, now, come on, baby, won't you please just see about me? Destination of set for parts unknown. Put down your map, GPS, and your cellular phone. Let's go, honey, don't, don't make my late, you know it. Might get to Memphis before it gets too late. I said, now, come on, baby, won't you please just see about me? Searching for a peace of mind We can roll through the desert In the middle of the night You know I make love to you darling In the pale moonlight I said now come on baby Won't you please just see about me yeah. oh, Won't you see about me yeah. Won't you see about me Hey, won't you see about me? 
acoustic thing might work for you guys uh you know maybe maybe on the show add a couple of tunes uh you know to kind of you know change the dynamic of the show a little bit that's the plan man is we've got this whole uh this whole cool thing we can do with five members two guitars and it's we've got so many cool uh ideas yeah we're so excited about it man yeah we've because just by nature of the way this room sort of lends itself i mean it's a great sounding room but uh we've had like you know rock guys do acoustic stuff and and then they, their eyes get open to the idea that you know hey maybe we should add this to our set on stage and do it you know just pull up a, a bar stool and, and and go with it you know that's sure not a bad idea no it's great it's a great intimate uh thing to be able to do yeah and uh so we're we, we've got some great ideas <laughs> so you're gonna have the the official CD release. Uh, you have you have a show in a couple of days. Is that right? Yeah, we're doing. We're starting a tour. Um, we have rehearsals today and tomorrow, and then we drive to Florida the next day. And then Wednesday is kind of the beginning of I think a ten, ten, ten concert tour. It's yeah. just kind of a big launch kind of thing. So yeah, we have like ten CD release. Uh, Good, I guess coming up. Yeah, <laughs> and, and kicking the whole thing off down. If we're in Florida, oh man, we're playing in Gainesville. We're playing in uh, the villages. Yeah, villages right outside of uh, uh, Orlando. I hear that's a wild place, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's a wild <laughs> place, man. man. Yeah, those those the older people that live there, man, they're all smoking dope, and they're just they're, they have like the highest percentage of herpes in yeah, the, in right. the country. Yeah, yeah. I've got to tell you something, man. Tell me, we played a concert there last year. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We saw, this is a retirement center. Yes, man. it is, yes. We saw a fist fight break out at a retirement center. Right on. <laughs> like, in that place Don't is, touch my applesauce, you bastard. Don't touch I, my golf cart. <laughs> Y'all. I want to know if it was men or women. It was women. That one was women. Yes. But listen. Yes. Like, yes. Said, Natalie. The, the villages awesome. have, they have a, they have a slogan. Where you go to live is what their slogan is. And man, those people are living like they have eight weeks to live. They just don't care. They don't they care. They party. Yeah. They are so wild, man. And what's crazy, too, we just <laughs> we just approached the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, you know? Yeah. So you look at those folks that are they 70, were there. 80 years old. They were Jimi Hendrix fans. Yeah. They like yeah. it. They want to hear rock and roll, man. It's wild. Yeah. Those people get down, man. They're cool people, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are. Great people. Yeah. Yeah. It really, yeah. It made me change my whole approach, y'all. I'm only, I am only performing retirement villas from now on. I have a, uh, I have a friend whose mother lives down there, and and he said he goes, you would not believe what now, this place is like. Rick, yeah, I got to just fantastic. say, I don't think you should say the villages. They have a high population of herpes. They and do. They follow it up with my friend's mother lives down there. <laughs> <laughs> She may not have herpes. If she does, it's her business. You know. It's, you know. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, we're playing in Gainesville. We're playing in Jacksonville Beach. 
Jacksonville Beach. That's a place. Yeah. We're playing in Hartwell, Georgia. We're playing the Villages. We're playing at Fort Myers. We're playing in Tallahassee. Then we're going up to Springfield, Illinois. We're playing Glasgow, Missouri. Then we're playing right outside of Chicago at the Windy City Blues Festival. So we got yeah. all kinds of stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah, TennesseeRedemption.com, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Get uh, get over there, and it, uh, all the dates are there, and you'll be adding them uh, as as uh, as a tour goes. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, and New Year's Eve for everyone listening in Buffalo, New York, come to our New Year's Eve show. Oh, oh that'll be, awesome. be fun. Or anybody in America listening, just North America, just yeah, come to anyone come to in show. North America. Buffalo, come to Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Buffalo on New Year's Eve. In the dead of winter. Let's go to it'll Buffalo. It'll be snowing its ass off up there. It'll be it'll snowing. be crazy. <laughs> no way. I don't go places with snow anymore. It, it's not. <laughs> I actually I put I specifically put in our contract with the talent buyer that she just. No snow. And she just needs to avoid the snow, and it's fine. And sure. She promised me that it'll be fine, so okay. it'll be good. it'll be no problem. Maybe she has connections. Right? She's gonna be out there with like a blow dryer, just like <laughs> <laughs> just making sure the roads. But you know what? She she would. That Anita would, would totally do that. She's so rock and roll. She's, she's so rock and roll. Been a DJ for years since yeah. the seventies, man. Yeah, yeah. She's total yeah. awesome. Kindred awesome. spirit, I can tell. Rick already. probably hooked awesome. up with her back in the seventies. Could have so. been. <laughs> Rick been. said we could say anything. Why didn't you be quiet about that? Oh, yeah. Rick, he, Rick challenged me. <laughs> he challenged me that you could say anything. Rick's mind is going back to like Buffalo. He's like, when, when I, was I was like, I, Buffalo, made, uh, I don't know. There is a, uh, a gap. I don't remember the Reagan administration. Uh, there was something that happened during that <laughs> yeah. in those eight years. I don't recall. There's no telling. You know. yeah. Dave, our drummer, doesn't remember the Reagan administration. Predominantly because he wasn't born. Ah, uh, yes. Well, there's that. <laughs> Where's that rim shot, man? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my! We'll pause on that. Uh, give me a song off the record. Which we doing? You mentioned Souls in the Water. You wanted to do that one? You want to play? You gonna play that one live? Or you want to you know play it play it off the record? Oh uh, man, play it off the record. This song is super beautiful. It's yeah. it's this is one of my my favorite songs I've ever. I think I think. And I, 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 I'm saying this with a huge asterisk that I reserve the right to change my mind in the future after reevaluating things. But <laughs> at this second, this is my favorite song I've ever gotten to produce ever. Yeah. I, I love the way it came out. It's so emotional. It's so beautiful. We really tried to channel kind of that Mavis Staples, Memphis kind of oh, yeah. real, like yeah. like Memphis, Mississippi kind of soul kind of thing, that, that real roots music. And... I'm really proud of the way it came out. Brandon sounds amazing. His voice sounds amazing on it. Uh, we wrote the lyrics uh, together, and that was really special for me. It was Brandon's song. Originally, he kind of came up with the whole first verse and the idea of it, and then we did what we do really well together is we kind of sat down and went through the lyrics and finished writing them. And sure. It's a really beautiful song, and it, it means a lot to me, and I, I hope... It means a lot to everyone else too, and I hope they really listen to it because it's it's uh, it's got a lot of it's got a lot of passion and a lot of soul in it. Yeah, and it's it's basically about how Memphis and Mississippi, you know, are the mecca of the blues, and yeah. it's, you know, it's a religious experience. People, you know, come to mecca. Yeah, blues music. They do the roots music, and that's basically what this song is. There's a verse about when little brother B at the age of 21 left from Carolina. Somewhere I forget the lyrics now. Go yeah. figure. But uh, that you know that's basically my experience there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know this is all this all has that riverboat floating down the Mississippi River kind yeah, of that cool vibe that, that is vibe man. It's just laid back and um, I, I think we're really proud of this one. It's cool. also I feel like this song really kind of represents and symbolizes the the band too as a whole. Like mm -hmm. we decided on the name Tennessee Redemption because four out of five of us moved from another state to Memphis mm -hmm. to kind of 
for almost some personal redemption or to really kind of find ourselves musically and, and within our lives as well. Right. And this song is really kind of about like that, that kind of uh, that literal and metaphorical power of like the Mississippi River. It's so anyone, anyone from anywhere in the world that's been to Memphis, you feel in in the earth and in the water. You can feel kind of the spirits, the creative spirits, and the history that that were created here and evolved here. It's literally in the air and it's in the water. Absolutely, it is. And yeah, it, yeah it's, it's a so, magical spot. It's a magical spot, and I, I love when we get to travel around the world. How many people have visited Memphis that? immediately acknowledge that they yeah. immediately have felt that in they our, get it yeah it, it's it's beautiful and this song kind of symbolizes that like again it kind of goes hand in hand with the band name of like the fact that so many of us moved to memphis to kind of seek that redemption and this kind of song is it uh, kind of has the undertones of that journey too sure so. All right, well, we'll play it. It's coming up out of the break. We also have your evening news here in just a moment. Uh, those of you that are uh, are uh, uh, tuned in via uh, Mark's uh, Facebook Live feed, if you head over to radio-memphis.com, you'll hear the tune. It's coming up next, and you're listening to it right here at Radio Memphis. Radio Memphis in the mornings with Rick Cheddar. Weekday mornings at 9 central on Radio Memphis. Children dress their souls in the water, let me take 
Mississippi River, a Mississippi town. I said, oh, come now, children, let me take you down. I said, oh, oh, yes, they come now, children, drench your souls in the water. Let me take you on down. Some brand new music in the Radio Memphis library there from uh, Tennessee Redemption with Souls in the Water. We heard the story about that before then, and uh, there it was. So, when's the when's when's the, when's the record come out? When you when you September thirteenth. September thirteenth. And, and, and go to TennesseeRedemption dot com. Yes, and all yeah. the social media. To get media. it. Yes. And you you can, pre, can you you can pre order it. Pre order it. Pre order it. TennesseeRedemption dot com. iTunes. There's a really cool fan package, I think. You can get right. your music, Brandon's music, yeah. and Tennessee Redemption. Yeah, we did that for that, some new people. I think people. that would be the coolest thing to do right Come now. Come on, babies. Christmas will be here before you know it, kids. <laughs> Make wonderful Christmas gifts. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to do? I, what do you want to do? I mean, what I really want to do is like, um, I don't know, like some weird strip tease or something like that, but I just don't feel comfortable with myself to really do that. It's okay. It's fine. You're you're embraced here. It's wonderful. It's, it's, we're we're all inclusive here, Jeff. It's. A, <laughs> I normally don't even like doing radio interviews while wearing like bottoms at yeah, all. Uh, yeah. But this one is live streamed with a video, so I felt compelled. Like even though it's online and it's okay to do sure, whatever. Sure. I don't want this clip to end up on like some weird like. Like um, Pornhub fetish thing or something like that. It's, it's, I'm sure there's some up there. I haven't looked, but there's probably something. God knows what all's happening. Well, Dave's looked, and it definitely is. There's, there's, <laughs> there's definitely some stuff there. It's definitely is happening. You know, I, I record a podcast and I do it out of my home studio, and I'm never wearing any pants there. So I feel you, man. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, that's hot, man. Good job. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Dave said, "What is happening right now? What did I get involved in?" Then? Uh, what's what song you want to play? Man, we're gonna play another song off the record. Okay. This song is called uh, <laughs> It's called You Don't Love Me. However, the title I have written down here is incorrect. So I'm trying not to read the title of it here because it's uh, it's not right. 
Anyway. You need uh, to fix your notes there, Jeff. I need to fix my notes. He and, has and, notes. At least I have notes. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's right. The song's so new, you still got you don't have the lyrics known yet. This, the, all of these songs are so new, which is which is kind of terrifying and also really exciting. Get you a prompter on stage. That's, yeah, how do you know the Stones do that. I'm more afraid. You know, man, I really get... I really get Jealous of those rock stars that have the really nice teleprompters, you uh-huh. know? And so nowadays we have a technology that's similar to that, and a bunch of dudes use their iPads for that. Really? But they put the iPads on their microphone stand uh-huh. and their big, bulky iPads. And so there's part of me that feels like they're kind of cheating with that. They However, are. However, if you play and tour with multiple bands and you're supposed to sing multiple lyrics, it's a really nice advantage to know what your own lyrics yeah. are. Yeah, it does help, yeah. Like, <laughs> like between, between Tennessee Redemption and my own band, we know about 200 songs that I need to know the lyrics for. And man, and it's not just remembering the lyrics either. Yeah. It's when you're playing and as you're playing, a 62-year-old lady comes up and lifts up her shirt a little bit to show you some nipple. Hey, and you're hey, just, hey, 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 hey. You're saying 62-year-old is Old? I did. Did I say that? No, no, no. I said it was yeah. hot, but it's confusing. And so you're playing, and you're like, "That's kind of confusing." confusing. <laughs> yeah, like I have these feelings. It's kind of. It's like my mom's age. I shouldn't. But anyway, for, okay. Listen. I mean, the, the, oh, damn. Here's my point. Okay. You're in the middle of a song. Keep digging playing. that hole, buddy. Okay. Man. I know. I, I'm. Let me dig out of the hole. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. You're playing a song, right? And then. A biker comes up, okay? This just happened to us. This just happened to us in Pennsylvania. Okay. This biker comes up, and he, he, he lifts up his shirt and shows me his, his little man boob. Right. I say as a joke on the microphone. As a joke! I was like, oh, that's nice, man. But, you know, we prefer when women do that. Ha ha. Just, it was so stupid. Sure. This dude brings his wife from the back of oh, the no. festival up to the front and was like, honey, show him. And we're like, this is oh, kind of awkward. This is weird. And so we did. She, he, he lifted up her shirt and we're like, this is so awkward. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, this is super awkward, right? In the middle of trying to remember what my lyrics are. That's the time that I need one of those iPad teleprompter yeah. things. Not because I can't remember them, because I'm shocked about what I'm seeing in front of me. And I'm like, wait, what verse are we on? This happens. <laughs> this is a daily thing, man. And by the way, this is the fun of touring, by the way. Because every uh-huh. every show has a story like that. I swear to God. Every show. That's then, hilarious. I just need to conclude this. Because this was even more ridiculous to me after that me and the fellas are hanging out at the merch table and the dude brings his wife over and he's like hey this is my wife remember and I'm like yeah man awesome he's like I need you guys to sign her bra and she looks at him she's like honey this is an $80 bra like I don't I don't really and he's like they're gonna sign it and he's like I need you guys to sign this and I'm like I don't know what to do right now I and, and she looked at me she's like okay and I'm like this is I feel like this is forced and awkward like it was super creepy ma'am so what happened in their hotel room later I wonder <laughs> man it was super crazy dude like all I know is like two and a half hours later Dave messed up man and all of a sudden, he was on Facebook Live when he shouldn't have been. Is all you could see is the blackout from the inside of his pants because his phone was still in his pants. But the sounds, Rick, were not great, man. <laughs> I don't know what happened, okay? But it sounded a lot like, like I don't know, like somebody dropped the watermelon. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I just want to. I just want to go back to the first segment where Rick said you could say anything you, on a yeah, podcast. You I have, did. Yeah. You have been ragging on him all night, Jeff. Who, Dave? Yeah, that's his best quality. 
What? No, he's <laughs> that's not <laughs> what? what? <laughs> all right. It's all right. Okay. This is your time, man. You can do whatever you want to with it, man. You know, this was going well. It still is. It was going it was going so well, you know. Maybe we should play a song. We're going to play a song. Okay. Do something. This was a song. <laughs> do uh, something. Even if it's wrong, just do it, you know. <laughs> I really love playing original music. It's awesome. And uh, there is so much music available in the world today. It's really overwhelming. And so it's easy to find good songs to cover. But it's so awesome to find original music. And this was a song that kind of the, the foundation of it was written by a good friend of ours named Gino Mateo, who mm -hmm. lives out in Los Angeles. Uh, he's a great guitar player, great dude, and he kind of, I told him we were writing for this record, and he's like, man, I think I have a song that you guys might like. So he kind of wrote half of it, he sent it to me, and I wrote the rest of it, and then me and the band got together and kind of made it made it our tune. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, it was fun. I love writing like that. It's crazy, too, these days, because it's so easy to write remotely with people. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different mindset. Like, I still, by far, love writing in person. Well, There's of course. a spiritual connection to yeah. that, you know? But, like, man, you could sit down, write out an idea on your iPhone. Brandon and I were sending each other demos on our computers I, almost daily for a while working on this stuff. Just like, dude, here's an idea. Sent it to him. He recorded back on it. Sent it back. It's like, how are we doing this, man? This is, it's crazy. It, it, it's nuts. What you that can is, do these that days, is yeah. one of the good things about technology today, I guess. One of the good one things. One of the good things. One. Yeah. yeah it's, that's the only good thing. That would point out in that. But, well. okay, the song is called uh, You Don't Love Me. Or, no, it's called um, I Don't Think You Love... I don't know. It just it goes like this. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are we in tune? Oh, wait, one more time. I just want to... We got Timo Arthur on guitar, Bill Rufino on bass, David Green on normally drums, but today he's on hand percussion, Brandon Santini, vocals and harmonica. I'm Jeff on guitar and vocals. Okay, Tennessee Redemption. Okay, Whew, okay, I'm ready. Okay, I think I got it. Okay. One, two, one, two, three, and...
you smile, try to identify. I keep my mouth shut to hide the lie. I guess this fracture goes straight to the core. I don't think you love me. I don't think you love me. I guess I don't love you. Nice, yeah, there you go. Tennessee Redemption, ladies right. and gentlemen. The brand new record coming out the 13th of this month. We're sneaking it in here, too. Uh, give, me a, give me a song off the record we can play uh, coming out of the break. Glad to be, maybe. Yeah. Glad to be, yeah. Glad man. to be. What's, glad the, to what's be. the story behind that? This song is, uh, this is kind of, Brandon, it was really all of our story, but musically speaking... Brandon and I kind of grew up on on Beale Street, man. We played, we calculated that I think we've played over 400 concerts together on Beale Street, and combined with all of the gigs we've played under our own names and with other people, it's probably close to a thousand concerts we've played on Beale Street. Wow, that's, that's mind melting to me. God, that's mind a lot of shows. Melting. Yeah, Not a long night. <laughs> Good God Almighty. And we made thirty-three dollars the whole time. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about right. Yeah, that's, that's about... like where you are now, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. What is it like? Ten percent of the bar plus tips. I that's, think is what is yeah, the going rate. Right? Yeah. Blues hall, man. Yeah. Every, every gig is a different deal. You never know. But we're thankful for those. those yeah, oh, yeah. Those nice. That's how we were able to hone our craft and learn to. You know, be uh, musician. Yeah, because you would showmen. do the big, uh, the big mess around down there. I yeah. did. Yeah, over over the boogie. I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, over one boogie. Yeah, lots yeah. of memories. Was yeah, fun. it was man. Those were great. So we kind of wrote the song with, uh, kind of remembering those times, man. The, the the challenging elements to it, but they were really real. You know, they were real, and and sometimes. The funnest times of your life aren't necessarily your most successful and vice versa. Sometimes mm -hmm. there's some real soul in that and, and playing on Beale Street. And and we were able to make a living doing it, you know? It wasn't like we weren't we weren't doing it as well as we are today, but but we, hey, we were able to pay our rent playing sure. playing, sure. playing blues music. It was cool, man. So it's kind of a whole reflection of the whole song's written uh, kind of about that that perspective from from playing down there and all the stuff that we saw literally as well as kind of a metaphorically like what what we've kind of been through and really paying tribute to those times but also kind of acknowledging that we're really glad who we are today you know in, in kind of context of how much we've grown as people as well as musicians and how thankful we are that our careers have grown as well sure um but yeah man it's a it's kind of a it's we put it as the first tune on the record because it's kind of our story kind of of how we really met and how we we uh kind of grew up together musically sure sure that's it's a, it's a beautiful thing and uh you kids can hear it it's coming up right up out of the break you're listening to it right here at radio memphis don't go away the radio memphis live music hour with tundrea and gerald thursday nights at seven central on radio memphis
Saturdays at 1 p.m. Central on Radio Memphis. I mean, it's grain alcohol, for God's sake. I'm sure it'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's all it is. There's nothing to worry about here. Mark Caldwell is here for the Memphis Blues Society, ladies and gentlemen. How are you, sir? Very good. Thank you for uh, for bringing these these guys down here tonight. This has been well. You know, when I uh, just threw out September eighth to Jeff and uh, Brandon, and just said, "Well, this may work, man. It may work." Oh, we were happy to have you guys here. It worked out wonderful, man. Thank you so much for being here. We originally had also planned uh, for tonight Dwayne Burnside and the Mississippi Mafia, but unfortunately, uh, something came up and and Dwayne had to cancel at the last minute. Come up here, so um, maybe next time. Yeah, he uh, he is working on a new CD, so he does want to come back to uh, talk about that. Good. Good, good, good. We'll do that here this fall. So. Yeah, that'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Rick. Yeah, thank you. Yes, sir. I will go over the uh, Memphis. This is the Memphis Blues Society gig event calendar for Sunday, the week of Sunday, September eighth. Um, I'll go over our jams um, every Sunday, four thirty to eleven. The Memphis Blues Society. <coughs> We uh, sponsor the Wild Bills Juke and Blues Jam, and that's hosted by the Juke Joint All-Stars. That is a Wild Bills Blues Pub at 1580 Valentine Avenue. The legendary Wild Bills. Legendary. Legendary, yes. (laughs) Um, It's a cool time. It really is. And like I said, they've extended the hours as well, so Mm -hmm. 430 to 11. Uh, And then also, man, the Brad Webb and Fred's Jam, Blues Jam, uh, uh, I don't know how he's fitting everyone into the jam right now. He works them he in there, man. Some yeah. jammers he gets some He gets them going. Yeah, every Thursday, 7.30 to 11, Brad Webb and Friends uh, Blues Jam is, uh, again, is sponsored by the Memphis Blues Society, and that's out at Rock House Live every Thursday, 5709 Raleigh LaGrange. Um, uh, I can't... Uh, you know, when I've been in there, I mean, the, the musicians coming in is just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of these jams, you don't know who may be in town, and they're coming in to mm-hmm. be part of the jam. So, mm-hmm. hey, well, all you jammers out there, bring your instrument, come in and sign up to be part of the jam. And of course, uh, all you blues fans, I mean, this is a incredible time to see some just wonderful, wonderful blues music. So. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, then every third Tuesday monthly uh, is the Royal Bl- uh, Blues Band Big Jam. That's Jack Rowell Jr. and Rick. You. Are the I'm the MC of it. Yeah, it's yes. September 17th. I think is this month. Yeah, is it right? Yeah, I think it's the third Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's at Lafayette's Music Room, 2119 Madison Avenue, and um, that has been a wonderful jam. I know that's that. a fun show. Yeah, we have a good, good time, time over there. Yeah, so, we have a great time. And we got three great, three great uh, jams here. You all can check out. Um, I'll go over some. Uh, Actually, John Diamato, I think he's going to call in here he's, He may call in about the next half hour, so he's, he's yeah. working right now. Yeah. Uh, John Diamato, uh, he has a great uh, great part of the... the uh, oh, I, gosh, I think I met John five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He is just an incredible blues guitarist. He's and, great. Uh, he's been, I think, was one of the first guests I think we had on this show seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But uh, anyway, John is down at Huey's downtown tonight. Yeah. Uh, Eighth, his show started at 8.30, and he's still on right now, so he'll be calling in shortly. Yeah, he said he got a little bit of a late start, so uh, so he's on stage right now. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be good. John will be calling in here shortly. Yeah. Uh, the Danny Green Band, uh, they play Lafayette's this uh, Tuesday, September 10th, uh, 7 o'clock to 10. That is at Lafayette's Music Room in Everton Square. Mm-hmm. Um, some really cool things at Stacks coming up this fall. Um, this Tuesday, September 10th, also, 7 o'clock over at the Stacks Museum of American Soul. Um, they are going to be doing a uh, talk about the uh, elevation and expansion, rethinking the Stacks record story. Really? And, uh, yeah, there's been some, uh, um, 
say some, not a book, but there's been a lot of, uh, oh, it's uh, kind of cool. You know, Stax went through like three different stages mm-hmm. through their story. And this is kind of a step back in looking at what what could have been, you know, stacks. Oh wow! Yeah, it's yeah. it's really cool. It really is. So, anyway, that's going to be at the Stacks <coughs> Museum of American Soul this uh, Tuesday, September tenth at seven. Um, the Memphis Snake Doctors uh, they play the Cooper Young Four Mile Run post. They were here shortly, uh, not too long ago. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, they. I think they do have been doing this for quite some time. They have. Yes. Yeah, they open up. Uh, Every Friday night, I mean, the Cooper Young Festival this Saturday, September uh, 14th, but uh, the Snake Doctors, they uh, open up and help with a four-mile run post-party, and that'll be... Uh, it's the Friday before, I think, Yeah, right? Friday, September 13th, yeah. so yeah, yeah. that's going to be a good time. I know they uh, have had a wonderful time doing that. They've so. got a, a whole... They're going to be blocking off part of Cooper for that, uh, for the for the post-party, and they've gated it now. Jeez, I can imagine. It, it, it got insane. Uh, I mean, how many people, Rick, are they having at this festival? The festival pulls in anywhere from 160 to 180,000 yeah, people. It's, it's, it's insane. It's phenomenal. And the, 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 the run is becoming out. a big deal, too. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, a, it's, it's pretty pretty big. Well, that'll be good. Anyway, check out the Memphis Snake Doctors this uh, Friday this, uh, the 13th. Actually, I think there's a full moon this Friday, too. Oh, right on. Yeah. Friday the 13th and a full moon. <laughs> I think there is. Man. And a new album coming out. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right, on, right. That's right. Yeah, the album comes out on the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Be all sorts of wild mojo oh, going man. on on that deal. Um, and, uh, yeah, fortunately, uh, Dwayne Burnside wasn't able to be here. He had some uh, some circumstances come up. He wasn't able to be at the show tonight. Yeah. But uh, the ninth annual R.L. Burnside Blues Jam uh, is this uh, Friday and Saturday, September 13th and 14th. And this is in Holly Springs at 2014 Higdon Road. And this uh, it's it's near the site, if not on the site of the old uh, Junior Kimbrough's gym. Oh, okay. I got you. So, um, this is a great time. I mean, every year. He was here last year to promote this. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a good time. So, come down and check that out. Um, the musicians he has lined up, as always, is wonderful. So, this Saturday, or I'm sorry, Sunday, um, Ellen Lester Blues and Beyond, they are going to be out at the Delta Blues Winery. That is 2.30 to 5.30. And that is at uh, Stewart Road in Lakeland, Tennessee. And that's in the tasting room. So it's inside. Mm-hmm. The weather's kind of a little warm. It's, yeah, you, you don't go worry inside. about it. Yeah, you don't go worry inside, about yeah. it. Exactly. Um, and then also a couple things coming up. Um, this is all some great stuff for the Memphis Blues Society. Um, sun, Sunday, September 29th, 3.30 to 10. Um, this is going to be our second annual Memphis Blues Society Papa Don McMen uh, Musician Fund Benefit and Silent Auction. We're over at Neil's Bar and Grill. And uh, so far, we have Elmo and the Shades, David Daniels and Soulbender, Loveland and Durham, Danny Green, Reba Russell and Wayne Russell, which is OPIC or Old People in Chairs. Old, pick, old People in Chairs, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Free World with Dr. Herman Green, uh, Brad Woman Friends, Robert Nighthawk Tombs and the Wampus Cats, Barbara Blue, and the show will close out with Papa Don's uh, McMahon's Blues Babies, which is going to be pretty much a jam of a lot of the... Uh, we're still talking to a lot of the musicians that have performed with with Papa Don, mm-hmm. and they will be a part of that uh, as well. That final. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they are here in a couple of weeks, so that'll be yeah, cool yeah. To kind of promote that, that'll be fun. Um, also, uh, we've got this scheduled now: Tuesday, October eighth; Wednesday, October 9th, seven to eleven. 
the Memphis Blues Society Battle of the Blues Challenge, and also the best self-produced CD competition. We're going to kick all that off. Um, hopefully, uh, if not today, very soon, we will have all the registration information up on the Memphis Blues Society website. That's memphisbluesociety.com. Um, we are going to be down at the uh, High Cotton Brewing Country, uh, Company, mm-hmm. uh, 590 at Monroe. That's Memphis. Uh, it's right around the corner, it, pretty close to where Kudzu's used to be. It's across the street from yeah. Kudzu's, yeah. And also right around the uh, corner from Sun Studios. So yeah. That's going to be a good time. Yeah, that's the whole gonna, edge area, and it's starting, yeah, and they're starting to build gonna, it back up there. You can help out with that. I, I believe so, yes. So that'll be cool. Thank you, Natalie. And wherever she went, yes. Yeah. She's upstairs, I think. Um, anyway, um, just we just want to invite all solo duos, bands, if you would like to be considered to compete uh, as a Memphis Blue Society representative, uh, go to the webs- Memphis Blue Society website. Again, it's memphisbluesociety.com. And uh, you know, check out all the uh, information for submitting your CD uh, in the best self-produced CD competition, as well as uh, competing in the <coughs> Battle of the Blues Challenge. So we will be uh, promoting that more uh, every weekend. So um, a couple cool things coming up here. Uh, you know, Benny Turner, Cash McCall, mm-hmm. uh, they have a wonderful record out right now. Yes, they do. Um, Benny is turning 80 on Sunday, October 27th. And uh, they are going to uh, celebrate Benny's birthday. This is going to be down at the Lone Star Blues and Heritage Festival in Salmon Lake Park Grape- in Grapeland, Mrs. Uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. That's in the eastern part of Texas, I think. I'd right? say it's not far it's from forward. Dallas, I think. Oh, okay. I think I think it's it? okay. I think it's okay. there. If, if. Um, anyway, we want, to, we want to help promote that. There's going to be a lot of great musicians there. Uh, the website for the festival is uh, www.lonestarbluesfest.com. And we'll have more information about that as the weeks come on ahead. So, But uh, Benny is uh, Benny and uh, Cash have been on the show a couple times. Um, always have loved them when they've been here. Oh, my God, yeah. That was some um, fun stuff, yeah. They really have a great uh, record co- uh, that is out now, going back home. So, um, anyway, uh, if you are in Texas on the uh, October 25th to 27th, really please try and go check out this festival down in the Sam Lake Park in Grapeland, Texas. Um, this is kind of cool. Um, this coming weekend, um, down on Beale Street, um, Eric Gales is going to get a Beale Street bass note. Yes, I and, saw this, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I may be wrong on the time, but I think that the actual presentation is at four o'clock this saturday okay uh and this is all at bb king's blues club down on beale street mm-hmm. so anyway he's having a two-day celebration as thus he should yes. well he should yes. he should so this is saturday september 14th and sunday the 15th down at bb king's blues club so uh please check that out uh uh, I can I, I was able to eric uh, interview eric a couple years back for the memphis blues mm-hmm. society uh he has been Quite a story. Oh, it's quite a story. He, yeah. has, a, he yeah. has an incredible story. Uh, he has been through a lot. Okay. Yes, he has. He has been through a lot. Yes. And uh, just, uh, you know, he won that uh, this past uh, May. He won a BMA. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, this is just, I'm just so happy for Eric and yeah. what he's been through to come back and get this. So, uh, the, anyway, the Bill Street Brass Note is well deserved. So, that'll be good. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, Eric. that'll yeah. be good. So, check that out. Uh, next Sunday, we have Donna Bowers and Wade Peck. They're going to be our hosts on the, uh, I mean, our uh, guest band on the Memphis Blue Society. Uh, I'm sorry, on the on the Booze and Blue show. Um, that is Sunday, September 15th. Mm-hmm. And uh, for more information about the Memphis Blue Society calendar, uh, 
more about joining the Memphis Blue Society, volunteering, and becoming a member, you can go to the Memphis Blue Society website at www.memphisbluesociety.com. And as always, do not forget to support your local music and musicians, and don't forget to tip. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, buy their merchandise. I mean, get the record, get a shirt, get a shot glass. You need to get all this stuff. So, please support. uh, Go out and support your local uh, local musicians and music. You can get the uh, the uh, Jeff Jensen line of condoms. I believe he's going to be coming out with. Yes. Yes. Hand signed, right? Hand signed. Hand signed, right, man? Yeah. The, the thing that makes them special is they all break. <laughs> <laughs> Paternity not included. <laughs> Music oh, to man. Risk, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's perfect, man. That that, that's, perfect. that's awesome. You know, we were before we got on tonight, we were talking yeah. about that blues club on Airways. Yeah. You know, it's called the Blues Club. It's yeah. formerly known as the Blue Worm. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny because I haven't seen this until now, but... There's a show tonight there going on until the wee hours. Uh, with yeah, Big Don Mountain. He's there every Sunday night. He's there every Sunday night. Yeah. I, did, I, um, I, didn't, I tried to get him on the show, but, but he's, now he's there every Sunday. So, so well, I'm yeah. happy for Don. He has a Eight o'clock show. until whenever the cows come home, I suppose. So uh, with uh, DJ Mikey Mike in the house. Yeah, yeah. so he's uh, that's been going good. Yeah. Um, I've talked to Don a couple times about that. He said they're having a good crowds every Sunday. So I need to go see the place. Time. Yeah, I live no, not far from here. You need to check here. it out. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Check it out. Right there at uh, 1405 Airways is where that is. Good good experience. Yeah, we we should have a a good time. (laughs) All right, Mark. Uh, But thank you, Rick, as always. Absolutely. And uh, everybody, man, Tennessee Redemption, thank you guys so much. Yeah, these guys are here at the studio. Uh, Thank you all for having us. Love it. Um, Yeah, we're playing uh, playing some stuff off the new record. Um, I have have the sheet that that came with it, Um, which you've basically covered everything on here, really. Eight original songs as well as interpretations from Tom Waits, yeah. Little Walter, Totally Reimagined. Groovy stuff. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. It comes out the 13th. Yep, a couple days. You can pre-order it right now. We really want to hit the Billboard charts, and the Billboard charts is 100% based on sales. Yes, it is. Which makes it kind of a... It's a little tricky, but... And it's one of the charts, too, that I think kind of has a... a a little bit more integrity than some of the other ones. You're it's right, just not yeah. based on an opinion. Uh, it's not based in spins on radio stations. Thank God they took all that out of there. Yeah, time. which is really, it's a little bit, it, that gets a little skewed on, on what counts as a spin. Yes. Some of the stations are weighted now, so it becomes sometimes they don't reflect um, they don't, what they, they say they represent. And they don't necessarily include stations like us. Right. You right. know, and that's, that's and that, there's now clearly more internet stations than there are you know, terrestrial. No doubt. Definitely. You know, so it's so it's a, so I'm glad they're basing it off of sales, unless they should. You right, know. and so the the problem with that is you never know who's going to sell what. You know, if if our album drops the same week as Eric Clapton and the Rolling Stones think they're doing another blues record, say, and it drops the same week, you mm-hmm. know, their sales are astronomical. So we're always competing with kind of a mystery box of who's going to release what. So kind of levels the playing field a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, and definitely, <laughs> definitely. But my my point is, we really want to hit that. It means a lot to us on a personal level, and we also really want to share this music. So we really want to encourage everyone to pre-order it. Not only do you get the music. 
sooner than most people are going to get it, but it really helps us kind of achieve some of our goals yeah. and get on the radar where we really want to be. The band is brand new, yeah. and it's, it's it's such an interesting place to be because since Brandon and I already have a little bit of a reputation and are known in certain parts of the world already, that's really cool, but Tennessee Redemption is a brand new name. It's a brand new band and brand, and a lot of people clearly don't know about it because it's just being born, you know? Right, yeah. So all the little stuff like hitting the billboard charts and all that stuff really helps get us to to where we we really would like to be and sure uh, sure we really want to share this music with you so go to go to itunes download it there go to our website uh purchase it there y'all we have some cool stuff too man we got some autograph packages brandon's endorsed by honer and honer is super supportive and they they've been on board they really want us to succeed and win too that's so good yeah they gave us some crazy harmonicas to give away at some of our shows and they helped us out to get some of these special harmonicas that brandon's going to autograph as some of the packages oh and that's cool that's real nice of them to do that it's awesome yeah. it's really cool and but those are running out man we only have a few left we have um yeah, we have all kinds of crazy stuff, man. Check out our website, order it. It really means a lot to us, y'all. Yeah, TennesseeRedemption.com is where you go to get all of this, uh, all this stuff, and, uh, and 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 go see a show. All the dates are up on that website as well. And uh, if you're in any one of those towns near there, go stop in, have some fun, have you a big time. Free high fives at all the shows too. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, and lots yep. of nipples. Uh, depends on the show. <laughs> Just depends on the show. <laughs> Absolutely depends on the show. <laughs> uh, that sixty-two-year-old nipple. Yeah, that's. Uh, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> For the record, Rick brought that up. That was not me. That's, that Don't was look a, at me, Timo. That's a, that's that's a callback. That's all it was. That's, <laughs> nothing, nothing more than that. We uh, can I can I tell you a story, man? Please tell me a story. This is uh. This is crazy. So touring is insane. It's a crazy world. Oh, it is. It's the second you get out of your home and you get out onto the road. There's all you don't know what's out there. Big time. And you have con we have concerts that are booked six months, nine months, sometimes a year in advance. It's absolutely insane, right? Right, right. So sometimes in the span from when you uh, book a gig and you contract a gig to when you're supposed to perform, crazy stuff can happen, right? Right. Several years ago, we were doing this big tour. We started in Memphis. We went all the way to California, touring through there, to Phoenix and all that stuff. We went all the way up the West Coast to, to Oregon and Washington. Then we went into Canada. Mm -hmm. Then we were touring all the way east in Canada. It was insane, man. It was like, what, 6,000 mile tour or something insane. So we have a nice tour lined up. It's all good. In the time it was booked and as we started touring, this big blues club in Canada just went bankrupt. Just <gasps> dumped. Close the doors done and we had a two night stand book there and they paid great it was really good oh gigs. no but man they're, they're bank there's no one to go after you can't you know what are you gonna do you, we just you're lost done the gigs. yeah done so I get an email from our manager and our international booking agent it's like Jeff I need you to call me I, uh, I have a problem we lost these gigs this is why I need you to call me I think I have a solution and I'm like this is weird man because normally they would just put that in writing like hey Bad news, good news. You know, we replaced the gigs. Here's what you're going to do now. No problem. Right, right, right. But he was like, you got to call me. We got to talk about this. So I call him on the phone. He's like, okay, 
Jeff, I know you're a very open-minded guy, Uh-oh. and uh, and uh, man, I, I actually really think this is something that, that you guys would would are, are really. I, I think it's something you're really gonna like because because oh, no. you, you you really have a great personality for this. And Way I'm to like, sell it, right? Yeah. Uh, oh man, uh, yeah. I'm like clearly this is not good, man. Now He's you're like, in trouble. Oh, oh, clearly. It's like when you're getting set up with somebody's sister and they go, "Oh, she's got a great personality." Oh yeah, 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 yeah no. exactly. <laughs> it was it was that. So he tells me, he's like, okay, here's what you're going to do. You're going to play one 45-minute set at a Canadian strip club. And I'm like, oh what is this? Like, hold on a second, man. Like, this is 2015 or 16 or something like that. Yeah, man, like, this is... Strippers don't dance to the kind of music we create, right? right. Like strippers are dancing. They will to, that night. I they, guess. Well, okay, so that's what they're supposed to do, right? We show up to this gig, man. It is like a dingy strip club for real. Uh-huh. It is the the real deal. They tell us we're setting up on the side stage with stripper poles on the stage, right? right yes. And they're like, okay. And now the management. Okay, let me just back up a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. The dude. I mean, did you even ask how much it? Paid oh, for yeah, you. paid the same. Paid the same. Paid the same. The dude that owned the blues clubs also owned these businesses. Oh, and my, my okay. tour manager, oh, or, or no. sorry, our, our our booking agent called the guy up and he's like, "You have to help out the band." He said, "Okay, I got an idea. They can play at my strip club." That was the solution they came up with. Now we're looking at it where we're either we either have no place to stay at all, no hotel rooms, nothing, and and off nights, or we take this gig. We're like, let's take it, man. So we set up on this side stage. We're getting we're getting ready to play. The management of the strip club is not happy that we're there. They don't want us to be playing. The girls are super confused, and they're like, what is this going to be like? We're I like, can't shake my tits to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did, you, did you show up with your plaid flannel shirt and your ball cap I don't on? even know. No, I don't even know. I showed up with hair all over the place. I don't know. It was <laughs> My hair was down. It was all over. And it, like one of the girls made a request. She wanted some crazy heavy metal tune. Oh, God, like, yeah. Yeah, we don't really play that. And they're like, oh, great. We'll I can't see. do a lap dance to this oh it's crazy man (laughs) so then anyway this club i swear to god this is a true story the agency that books the strippers Uh was run by the hell's angels (gasps) seriously and they are also security at this gig of course they are right yeah so man at this one point of the night we're getting set up and like we're all kind of uncomfortable and i look on the bulletin board and they have a dude that's like six foot three and 240 pounds and he's like 32 years old. That's he's missing. He's missing. And I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking to myself, how does a dude like that just go missing? You know, right? Like, how do you go missing? Now it's Canada. Maybe the dude's hiking. Like, I mean, who hey, knows? There's a yeah, lot he's of up on the tundra for God's sake. You don't right. know. Yeah. So I'm I'm literally looking at it, and I'm just thinking, like, wow, man, that's that's kind of crazy that a dude. Because I'm assuming at that age and that weight and that height, he's probably relatively healthy, sure, probably pretty able bodied. Like, how does he go missing? All of a sudden, this Hell's Angels dude comes up to me. He's like. You know him? I'm like, nope. He's like, you sure? You know where he's at? And I'm like, oh. Uh, oh, like you had something to do with this. I was like, no, man. I was like, look, bro. Like, I'm from Memphis, man. I don't know anything about anything. We came through to play one gig. That's it. And the guy kind of looks at me like, all right. And I'm like, either these Hells Angels disappeared, this dude, or he disappeared because of them. Yeah. I don't know, man. So then we get on stage and we're playing. 
The strippers, they hate, they hated, they hated, they hated it so much. They, they wouldn't even come out to dance, dude. They were just like, no, this is not what we dance to. We dance to hip hop or metal. Like that was, I tried to play like some burlesque stuff. Like maybe we can get something kind of sexy. Like uh, uh. we do some Tom Waits stuff that maybe can be kind of swanky. Nope. They were not having it at all, man. It was, it was wild. It was, so all these dudes are there at the strip club for one reason, who goes to a strip club in Canada to see an American Roots band play? Right. Of course you don't go there. So all the dudes were sitting there. They were so They're disappointed. Bummed, yeah. They're looking at us. They're like, this sucks. The girls are like, this sucks. And we're like, yeah, this does suck. It was crazy, man. It was the wildest But it ever. paid. That's the thing. It paid. It paid. But it was a rough one, man. <laughs> and then the other thing is, this is just for all the listeners that have never uh, have considered this. Because I never considered this. Canada doesn't have dollar bills. They have loonies and toonies, $1 coins and right. $2 coins. Right. So you tip the dancers with coins. These dudes are virtually throwing like coins at the strippers. And they, so they, they, I, they man, you can ask the band. I'm not making this up. They got these menus. And the girls kind of made them into like a funnel, uh -huh. and they'd sit on stage with kind of their legs kind of open, and they would put this funnel around their little, you know, private areas. Not like in, they just close. Sounds like Mazzino. Yeah, right? yeah, it does. Yeah, it kind of does, yeah. And these dudes yeah. would throw coins and see if they could like make a basket in a thing. We were sitting there. It blew. It oh, blew no. our minds. It was it, to this day. I think that was the craziest gig I've ever done in my entire life. And anyway, that whole thing was a tangent because y'all can't stop talking about boobs. All right. That's no, well, no. And I've I've heard stories of the strip clubs in Canada that they're they're just they're very very different than American strip clubs. Very different. Apparently, with the coin thing, the the, the running gag is to watch the girls pick up the coins without using their hands. Oh. <laughs> Woo, Rick. That one. That one. That one. I'll just let, let your imagination one, go on that, yeah. but, you know. That one. Yeah, yeah coin-operated woman. That's, That's a coin-operated woman, indeed. <laughs> That's where that song comes yeah, from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was out, man. That was some crazy stuff. That's insane. Especially when you look at a whole audience where the management, the staff, the girls, the security, nobody wants you there. Nobody. Oh, no. The owner of the business who wasn't present is the one that hired us to be there. It was crazy, man. And the Hells That's Angels nuts. Were there. And the Hells Angels That's, were there. Uh, that's scary enough. And a dude's looking at me like I know where the guy is that owes him money. Oh or yeah, right. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm from Memphis, man. Like that guy might look similar to me his picture, but that's not my brother. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, where's this guy at? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, insane. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. <laughs> you know the road, though. The it's road the road. Is, like you said, every day you never know what you're gonna get different. into. Yeah. Yeah. You never know what you're gonna get, and never know what you're gonna get into. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 very amusing. It's, it's never really a so it makes touring addicting, man. Yeah, like you know, you have good shows, you have bad shows. The, the thing that's fascinating is we talk about this all the time. Like I can't probably tell you like we don't run a set list. Right, we just kind of play what, you what we it, feel. Yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, so it's hard for me to even remember really like what songs did we play that night. But I remember those stories. You do remember that. I remember yes. those environments. I remember when a crazy biker wants me to sign his wife's brand new eighty dollar bra. Well, of like, course. It's, like that's like the life part, man. Like the, the music is kind of a fluid thing. You know, we get to share our music and hopefully inspire people. And then, but part of our like personal lives is kind of absorbing and living all of the crazy antics. And that that stuff, by the way, 
it's in all of our lives every day. Oh yeah. Even the people that have like touring every day can become monotonous. You know, you you. If, but if you keep your eyes open to the unique situations, we all experience them every day. Even if you wake up in the morning, you drive down I forty and you work at a bank and then you drive home. Like if you keep your eyes open to it, there's going to be you'll that, see something different every day. Yeah. yeah. And there's going to be that kooky customer. There's a story worthy event every day if we're open to it. You Speaking know? of being out on the road, uh, our friend John D'Amato is uh, is playing down on Beale Street tonight, I believe. No, he's, no, he's at Huey's, right? Huey's yeah, Huey's downtown. He's on the phone. Excellent. Yeah, he's he's he's, oh, great. he's he's called in. John, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Rick. How you doing, man? Man, we're we're just we're just uh, hanging out here with uh, Brandon Santini and Jeff Jensen with Tennessee Redemption, and uh, I know you're working tonight. And you got a got a little bit of a, a gap in there in your uh, in your night tonight to give us a call. Yeah, I appreciate uh, you letting me call in. Say hello to those guys, man. Love your stuff. Well, they're listening. They're they're tuned in. They're they're all sitting right here listening to you. Howdy, partner. So what are you up to, man? You know, we're just, you know, we're, we're over here listening to this brand new record from these guys. It's uh, Tennessee Redemption and uh, just having, right. having a big time. Speaking of which, we're expecting some new stuff out of you here pretty soon. Three weeks, baby. Three weeks. It's been a long haul, but it's coming. Yeah. We're, we're, in, we're, we're in mastering right now, so. Wow. It'll be done soon. Yeah, I know. I've been saying it'll be done soon for the last 12 months, but well, <laughs> it's really it, going to happen. <laughs> it goes that way sometimes making a record. I know how it is. I mean, it's like cause the, the story behind uh, Born Blue was enough, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not to mention this record, my hard drive crashed with all the recordings on it. Oh, no. Oh, did yeah. you did you lose yeah. all that stuff, or did you have a backup? I, well, fortunately, you know, right. I backed it up, shut it down, and when I went to turn on the next day, it had crashed. And I, lo I lost a couple. I lost about five or six keyboard tracks and a couple of vocal tracks, but everything else was near. Thank God. Wow. So it was really scary seeing that blue screen, man. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, because I can imagine putting all that work into a record and all, and then it just vanishes yeah. that way. Oh. I, I don't know. I there were no sewage, no sewage backups this time, though. It was a good no, they, yeah, no sewage backup. Yeah, you know, standing in you know ankle deep worth of shit to make a record. I you know I get you. Man. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, so you're in town tonight. You're playing a uh, Huey's downtown. How's it going over there? Oh, good, good. It's uh, having a great time. I like playing there. People are great, um, and it's good, man. It's good. I'm going back home tomorrow and continue mixing. Yeah. Well, when you get it done, you need to come bring it to me. All right. Uh, you know I will. Yeah. Be the first person. Bring bring the band. We'll have us a time down here. All right, I will. Yeah, we. I, I think we've got a couple of dates open next month, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Get with Mark, and uh, we'll get we'll get you yeah. scheduled in, and, and uh, we'll have us a we'll we'll have a we'll have a big old time down here. Yeah, I haven't seen you guys in a while. I miss you guys. It's always it, a fun time. It has been a little while, and uh, congratulations on this new record. Uh, and uh, you know, it, thanks, man. Uh, what's it What's it called? What are we going to be? What are we going? Have you gone that far? Blood on the strings. Love on the strings? Blood. Oh, mud on the strings. Oh, I got oh, you. Oh, blood. Blood. Oh, blood. Sorry, sorry. I misunderstood. But still, it's, it, all of those work. Yeah, well, you know, why not? You know, it's, it's got that whole thing. But, uh, oh, but, but yeah, uh, how, how late are you playing tonight? Uh, midnight. Midnight. Okay. So there's plenty of time for po folks to come down and come see you tonight. Yeah, that's right. Come on down. Bring some money. <laughs> <laughs> bring some money. Bring your beer money. Bring some uh, some tip money and uh, yeah, buy CDs, t-shirts. You know. Yeah, the usuals. You know, gotta get 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 that stuff covered, man. I hear you, pal. Nah, just just come anyway. Just bring yourselves. We're happy. That's you that's guys. that's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, Huey's downtown. Yeah, they, they they got some good food down there. 
Yeah, first thing we did, we pulled in was eat, man. That's it. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Where's the food at? Are we getting paid? Where's the food? <laughs> You're getting paid with food? No, no, no. I mean, that's the second thing you have to Oh, well, I was going to say, you might have to have a talk with your manager if that's how you're getting to these gigs, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, I'm serious. As soon as you get this thing together and you uh, can uh, schedule a time to get back to Memphis, uh, come on and do so, all right? All right, brother, I will. All right, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get in touch with you, uh, with, or Mark will, and uh, we'll, we'll get you squared away and get you, on, get you on the program. All right, man, thanks. Thank you, John. Have you fun tonight. Be safe out there. All right, we'll see. Take care. All right, we'll see you, buddy. Okay, All right, bye-bye. Right. There you go. There you go, Mr. John D'Amato playing down there. He's a he's a cool dude. Um, speaking of playing, um, how about a live tune? Let's do one more, man. Yeah. Let's do one here, and then uh, and then we'll play something off the record, and uh, we'll begin to slowly wind this thing down for the night. Yeah, um, Friday the thirteenth, wow. Tennessee Redemption. Uh, their brand, it's self-titled, isn't it? Is that the self-titled? Self-titled, yeah. Um, from Endless Blues Records, it comes out uh, the thirteenth of September. You can pre-order it now. Uh, get over to TennesseeRedemption.com for more information on this uh, on this record. And uh, here's some fun stuff from these guys because it's it's a great record. It is a fantastic record. It's important to always tune your guitar before you're gonna play. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play real blues, yeah, if you want to play real blues, you just leave it. Leave it in it's like. Not as important. Yeah, it's like C minor. Leave it there. You know. All right. What do you got going here? What Man, we're gonna play uh, a song that we did as a cover on the Tennessee Redemption record. Yeah. We did, uh, as as you already said, we did predominantly original songs. Yeah. We chose to do kind of. We don't really. I, I don't really like to call them covers because we kind of, they're more interpretations, you know? Sure. We, we always try to do something almost like kind of from our voice. You want to own it. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Tennessee Redemption is kind of, uh, really, we call it kind of a Memphis Roots band, you know? But right. clearly all of us have been touring and playing blues music for a long time at this point, you know? And so we always like to kind of pay homage to that one way or another. So this old blues song that we kind of uh, reimagined on the record, on the record, it's uh, it's rocking, but right now it's going to be acousticing. Sure. It's acousticing. Acousticing game. Yeah, and little Walter being a harmonica player. Little Walter is uh, obviously the number one guy for many, many blues. Oh harmonica yeah. Players. Oh yeah. And uh, I think this is a uh, Jeff came up with a brilliant um, arrangement for this this uh, this old Little Walter song. It's called Better Watch Yourself. Tom Petty is really the only harmonica player better than Little Walter. But you really think so? Even Bob Dylan. I thought Alanis Morissette was better. Oh, oh baby, we are. Wow. She's Canadian, so it doesn't count. That doesn't That's count. Right. All right. All right, baby, let's do this. You better watch yourself. <laughs> One, two. Watch yourself. You better watch yourself. You better watch yourself. Cause I got my eyes on you. Will you steal my love and go away? Don't tell. 
tell me you see me some other day You better watch yourself You better watch yourself You better watch yourself Cause I got my eyes on you Let me hear the cry Know that I love you, darling My heart's desire You better watch yourself You better watch yourself You better watch yourself Cause I got my eyes on you Alright, man
I think little Walter would like that. Sounds I, like the blues. Yeah, that's uh, there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's Tennessee Redemption in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. We'll pause here. Uh, give me a song off the record here. We'll play out of the break. Uh, wow, I feel like pressure. Hey, come on up to this house. All right, come on up to the house. It's next, up out of the break from the brand new record that comes out Friday the 13th right here at Radio Memphis. Don't go away. Memphis Metal Mondays with Dirty D, Monday nights at 9 central on Radio Memphis. Come on up to the house. Come on up to the house. The world is not my home. I'm just passing through. Come on up to the house.
Radio Memphis in the mornings with Rick Cheddar. Weekday mornings at 9 central on Radio Memphis. Oh, yeah, here we are here getting ready to wrap it up here for the uh, tonight's edition of the Booze and Blues uh, with Tennessee Redemption here uh, in the studio as we uh, wrap it up for the night. Jeff well, he, Jensen. He said wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> About time to, you know. I was thinking that too. He said wrap it up. Wrap it up. Put it, put it to bed, if you will. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Man, it is absolutely your honor to have us. Thank you. <laughs> it was my honor. Yes, it was. <laughs> no, it's, it's really, it's it really an honor is. to be here, Can man. You imagine I, being around this all the time. I, uh, I don't know how you put up with it, man. I, <laughs> between the Hell's Angels and the strip clubs, I mean, for God's sake. You know, that's, I'm not even the worst of it, man. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, the brand new record is uh, it's Tennessee Redemption. It comes out Friday the 13th uh, at uh, wherever wherever you get your records. Uh, there's a pre-order for your download at TennesseeRedemption.com, right? Is that where that is? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Click on the little merch button. You have all kinds of options, all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, get the fan package. Get the fan package. That's what I'm going to do. You get Brandon Santini's brand new record that came out a few months ago. Yeah. He hit the Billboard charts with that. That record's killer. You get Jeff Jensen Band latest record. It's it's and of course the Tennessee Redemption one. It's awesome. That's a great package. You get an autograph one. We have a shirt. We have a, a great rock and roll shirt, man. Check it out. It's all uh, good. So will you autograph my bar, my bra later? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I will. You got that right. As, as long as it's on camera. That was hot, yeah. man. That was hot. I'm rethinking the '62 thing, man. It's uh. <laughs> You guys are awesome, man. Thank you so much. It was really an honor to be here. Mark, thank oh, you for inviting thank us. Yeah, thank you, yeah. Mark. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks for what y'all do, and we, we'll keep on doing what we do. And yeah, y'all keep please. on doing what you do. Well, that's what we do. We just we just we continue on with it. And uh, if you get over to the website, you can see their, uh, uh, their touring schedule and all of that. Uh, I see Road Dog comes up when I search you guys, too. Ah. Yeah. And Endless Blues. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of buzz thankful. around you guys. Yeah, very, very thankful for Endless Blues label for, for uh, letting us. Yeah, because this is this is how you released it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Endless Blues, man. They're awesome. They're doing a great job. New yeah. label, killing it. Shout out to Mick. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thanks, Mick. Thanks for being Yeah, me. Mick, is, uh, he's the man. Yep. He, he's uh, he's such a handy guy to have in your pocket, man. When when the when the times get right, you know. Yeah. Just don't talk politics with him. <laughs> oh well, it depends on what side you're on. Yeah, yeah it depends on what side of the fence. It doesn't you're matter what side you're on. It's all over the top, man. Yeah, sure, you know, here's crazy. the thing, and this is important to me because I'm so frustrated about it. Yeah. Everybody is so heated about politics. It's incredible, and and it it seems like now, you know, there used to be a time where it was okay if you were Republican or Democrat, and there was an issue or two you could disagree on and still be friends sure but now it's getting so divisive that if if everyone doesn't believe the exact same thing we can't be friends at all anymore and it's driven families apart it has man yeah. it, it is literally one of my my goals as an artist to try to uh, create an inclusive environment where we can all just remember the positive qualities we have as Americans and just people yeah you know? yeah and and so I'm, I've been you know, hey, people, I love when people have uh, political opinions on, on either side. It's all good. It's when it gets super divisive that it's becoming really kind of cancerous in our society. It is. It's bad. It is, man. And uh, and we can all, we you know, there's that old adage, you get more flies with honey. You know, if, if anyone on either side thinks they're going to convince the other side to join them by screaming at them and calling them vulgar names, it doesn't work like that. You know, you, you can get a lot more further with people by showing them respect and treating them with dignity. And if everyone started to do that again, 
again. We would be a much more peaceful, inclusive society, back on track like we should be. That it's my goal to try to inspire people to do that. It really is. Well, music is a good tool for that too because it does bring it brings a lot of people together under completely different points of view. It doesn't matter, but if they all have something in common, like their love of the blues or, or the music that you're doing, they'll they'll come. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And it's nice to have uh, <laughs> uh, to utilize the the like hilarious kind of things that are going on today but i really like music to be a safe space <laughs> I, yeah. want, I want Don't our we all. show yeah. to be a safe space i want everyone to feel comfortable coming to our shows and just oh, hanging wow. out man i don't care we don't care we don't care what you just be a good as long as you're treating people with respect and dignity at our shows you're welcome to come man we're not just don't out. be a dick just don't be a dick man that's, don't be it's a just dick. that simple don't don't just let people let people do their thing, man. Treat people with respect. It's all good. There's not you know, we tour all over the world, man, and I say this at every one of my shows. There are way more good people in this world than there are bad people, man. I agree with but you. But I swear to God, if you listen to any you listen to Fox News to CNN, it seems like fifty to seventy percent of the world are terrible people no matter what. And that's not the reality. It's not, it's not the case. It's not. It's not. The reality is the vast majority of people are good people that work hard and just want to take care of their families. I I agree with you on that. I, I think that by and large, people are decent. You know, you, there's going to be some assholes in every bunch, but you know, Definitely. but you know, God help you if you're if you're in a spot and you're I don't know you you get hurt, you fall out somewhere. So there's going to be a stranger that's probably going to help you out. Definitely, you know that we see it every day. As a matter of fact, you hope, yeah. As a matter of fact, one day last year, I was at a gas station. We pulled up to get some gas. I walked in to get my morning coffee at a little truck stop gas station. I was standing out front. I didn't have a hat on. I had some, like, you know, driving shirt. My hair was down and my beard and everything. And I was standing out front drinking a cup of coffee. And some lady came up, and she felt so bad for me, she dropped all of her change in my coffee cup and told me that she hopes that I get my life together. Yeah. I mean, that's just I hope you find Jesus and get your life together, yeah. young man. Yeah. And then at the end of it, I emptied out that coffee cup, and she didn't even give me enough change to replace the coffee that she ruined in the first place. But I mean, hey, her heart was in the right place, y'all. Sure it was. That's the dangers of having a beard in America. Oh, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, good luck with this uh, this record, fellas. Yeah. I hope it goes far and I hope it carries you far. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I mean, that sounds fantastic. Thank you. Thank you all. God bless you. We appreciate you. We'll see yeah. you next time. One more song off, of, off the record. Which one? Oh, man. What haven't we played? Um, yeah, um, leave my body. We played. Uh, we Mexico. played those. We played those live. Let's Mexico do. A, I'm going to Mexico. We played. Oh, leave my body. You want to do that? Body, yeah. You know what? Yeah, Let's that. do leave my body because it's about what we just talked it's about, man. For this. It's perfect to wrap it up. How about Le that? Yeah. Jeff's lyrics on this are brilliant, and uh, this is a great song, man. This song is is. I think, I, you know, we tour around a lot, like I've said a million times, but I, I'm not saying that to brag. I just want to put it in context, because when you get to see the world, you see things in a different perspective. Sure. And I think we live in a really beautiful country, and I think the foundational elements of our country are really beautiful. It's not perfect. We have all kinds of things that can be improved upon for sure. Right. But it bothers me how many times I hear people almost acting like our country is dead or dying. I just don't believe that. I think that... I'm with you. I think that the American dream is still here and if we work hard we can bring back the good spirit of what America is. There's there's an enormous amount of dark periods in our history like mm -hmm. a lot of other country uh, mm -hmm. a lot of other countries and cultures have had for sure. 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 And I think as long as we continue to remedy those 
the spirit and the foundational ideas of the freedom and liberty that we have in this country is something that should be continued to be celebrated and promoted. So this company is kind of written, or sorry, the song is written kind of from the perspective of the the body of land that is America. So what a beautiful go. thing! What a way to set it up. Tennessee Redemption, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, fellas. Good luck with the record. Good luck with the road. Have fun. Travel safe. Thanks so Stay much. Stay out of shake joints that are run by the Hell's Angels, if you would. Got please. that right, baby. <laughs> Plus, I'm tired of getting penicillin prescriptions. I hear you, buddy. Here it is. It's Leave My Body right here at Radio Memphis. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody.
Proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com. <laughs>